When Robert McBride took over as IPAD head in March 2014, a political storm was brewing over the alleged unlawful rendition of four Zimbabweans in November 2010 and January 2011. An initial report from the police watchdog found that the head of the Hawks, Lieutenant General Anwar Dramat, and a provincial head, Major General Shadrach Sabir, were implicated in the renditions, just as Chris Jafter explains. In a subsequent final report, endorsed by Mr. McBride, it was recommended that no charges be brought against them, citing lack of evidence as the reason. Mr. McBride was accused of unlawfully tempering with the report, the inconsistencies between the two reports prompted the minister to suspend Mr. McBride and initiate disciplinary proceedings against him. In the so-called Glenister decision, the Constitutional Court ordered that the corruption-busting unit, the Hawks, be insulated against political interference by ensuring that politicians could not hire and fire the Hawks' head at whim. And now, the court has found that similar, if not stronger, protections need to be afforded to the police watchdog, IPED, whose independence is guaranteed by the Constitution. The problem is that the Independent Police Investigative Directorate Act gives the police minister the sole discretion to take action against the IPED head. In a unanimous decision, read by Justice Chris Jafter, the court ordered changes to the law. The court emphasizes the need to protect the directorate from undue influence or political pressure by ensuring that appropriate mechanisms for accountability and oversight are in place. This would include, among others, security of tenure. Although he at first opposed McBride's court action, the minister later conceded that the IPAD Act did not pass constitutional muster. But he asked that his decision to suspend and institute disciplinary proceedings against McBride be preserved because it was taken in good faith before his powers were found to be defective. He also complained that to set aside his decision would disrupt the process and allow McBride to return to office in the face of serious misconduct. But the highest court in the land was having none of it. With regard to remedy, the minister's contention that his decisions ought to be preserved despite having been taken in terms of constitutionally invalid provisions was rejected as unsupported by law. The court preserved McBride's suspension for a period of one month to give Parliament a chance to decide whether or not to pursue the charges. The Minister's decisions to suspend Mr McBride and take disciplinary steps pursuant to his suspension are set aside. However, since both parties were amenable, the Minister's decision to suspend Mr McBride is preserved for 30 days only. McBride says he was always open to explaining the so-called discrepancies between the reports, insisting that there was really nothing sinister about his handling of the report into the illegal renditions. I initially approached the National Assembly through the Portfolio Committee to account to them on the various rumours of two reports, and the National Assembly at that stage declined my offer to account to them. At all stages of this dispute, I made myself available to the minister to explain anything he needed clarification on. He also declined that offer. McBride stood by the decision to exonerate Dramat and Sabia. The so-called second report deals with additional information which was not available in the initial report, including cell phone towers, which shows that it was impossible 
that the statements made by the three crime intelligence officers could have been true. So it was a blatant lie. Question is you should be asking is why would crime intelligence lie against another law enforcement agency? McBride says it's disheartening that it took so many months of court litigation to get the executive to do the right thing. He says he will be watching developments and hopes to return to his job after the 30-day period. Meanwhile, the police minister noted the judgment but insisted that it's merely procedural and does not speak to the serious allegations against McBride. But McBride says he feels vindicated by the highest court in the land which upheld the independence of the watchdog body. There's a lesson that's learned, especially for the executive, in particular the minister, not to interfere with the independent organization. Parliament has been given two years to fix the IPAD Act. In the meantime, provisions governing the Hawks related to security of tenure and the procedure to be followed where disciplinary action is to be taken against the head will now apply to the police watchdog as well. I'm Candace Nolan in Johannesburg.